Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. Our guest this morning is a third-generation entrepreneur who just recently went with her heart and started her own first business. After careers as a counselor and then in HR, Megan Smiley turned her passion into a business called The Candle Box, which offers clean-burning, non-toxic candles. Megan is here to tell us the highs and the lows of starting a business and what makes her candles different. Good morning, Megan. Morning. Morning, David. Good morning, Tara. Good morning, Megan. Morning. Megan, I will leave Tara all the questions about the candles. (laughs) (laughs) You're not interested in candles? Mm -hmm. This is like... Not today. Uh, Maybe later. Maybe after the show. Oh, okay, okay. (laughs) Wait till you see it. Megan can convince me to uh, get interested in candles. So what intrigued me, though, is the third-generation entrepreneur. Because um, I come from a family that I'm the first entrepreneur. So growing up in an entrepreneurship family, uh, your grandfather, your parents, even though they are not in the candle business, uh, what did you learn growing up in a, with an entrepreneurship kind of environment? Mm, that's a good question. I learned that uh, you really had to put your, like you put yourself out there. I felt like... Watching my parents, it was lots of hard work, lots of, you know, weekend work, lots of, you know, maybe missed soccer games. But um, you really got to believe in yourself and just, like, go with it. And um, it was amazing to see. And I think working in the business with them, you don't even have necessarily an appreciation. But when I started my own business was when you're like, whoa, Business is so much harder <laughs> than you think it is. And yeah, just it's such an it's it has its days. It has good days and bad days and ups and downs and yeses and nos, but And and what I saw is that your grandfather was an entrepreneur, not in the candle business. That was his hobby. Yes. Your parents were so what what the other entrepreneurship kind of uh assignments or, or jobs or, or project they had? So my, so actually, so my grandparents, my grandpa had a pressure washing business out east and um, my dad and my mom got involved and came to Calgary. They started the pressure washing business in Calgary and then um, my brother started working there, then I came in there, then my sister came in there and um, in the meantime, actually, my grandfather did have a candle business out east where he made these molds. They were these big, colorful shapes, so like clowns and horses and just like the weirdest candles. But he <laughs> sold them and he, it was his hobby, but he like loved it. And actually, my parents got involved and helped pouring the candles, helped selling the candles. Um, Until they got tired and moved west. Right. Yeah, they moved west and then they did the pressure washing over here. Um, So when did you have that moment where you said, okay, I'm going to try this. I love making candles and I'm going to go for it. Ooh. Well, so I had worked at Scott's Pressure Wash for about eight years. And my parents had come to myself, my brother and I, and my sister and said, do you guys want to take over the business? And um, 
my brother and my sister said no. Like, my brother at this point had almost worked there for 20 years. And I was devastated because I, you know, this business has been, was running for about 55 years, well-established. It was, you know, well-run business and I wanted to do it and they didn't. And part of the plan was that we were all going to do it together or Mm. we weren't going to do it. Mm. So I had some feelings about that, (laughs) Um, but we decided to sell it and then... Um, I went on mat leave. I had to work out a two-year contract with the new owners. And then I went on mat leave, and that was right at the beginning of COVID. Um, Did an extended mat leave, and then I had nothing to go back to. So I enjoyed being at home. That was my plan. My husband and I had always talked about staying at home with my daughter and my son and doing that. And then, you know, 18 months go by and I'm like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. I love my children, but I need something for myself and something that I had more of a purpose to wake up and something that excited me every day. So I started making soaps and chapsticks and bath salts and all these random things. And, um, but it was fun. And Mm -hmm. then I invite my parents over one day and I'm like, look at all this awesome stuff that I made. It was so great. And they're like, hmm, that's awesome, (laughs) Megan. Like, (laughs) You learned how to do all this stuff. And then they're like, maybe you should focus on one thing. Mm -hmm. So I chose the candle. And then my dad was like, well, you know, your grandfather had the candle business and he called it the candle box. And so I, I stole his name and then I you know, tweaked his candle. I didn't want to do clowns and horses and stuff like that. So that's why I picked the tin. But I love the tin and you like how it's it's a, a reusable. So when somebody's finished with the candle, they can continue to use it. Oh, uh, we have a sample here in the studio. It yes. Yes. This. Check yes. it out. Yeah. Check it out, David. Yeah. Yeah, I will check you it will out like later. the candle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how is it to work with family? I didn't know that when we prepared uh, that you worked with your family. So because uh, I saw Scott's uh, pressure wash, but I yeah. didn't figure out that it's family. So how is it to work with parents and two siblings? Ooh! Oh, it's not. It, that doesn't even end there. My aunt, my <laughs> uncle, like at times there were my cousins. Um, Lots of challenges working with family. It was so great for so many reasons, but then there were so many challenges because. Describe the dinner table at Christmas. (laughs) It was like all we talked about was work. And like there was a point even I was like, I don't even want to go because it was like, I don't want to talk about work anymore. You know, I want to go talk about different things and, um, you know, activities and all that. It was, yeah, it was great, (laughs) but there was lots of challenges. Next question, question, please. Exactly. (laughs) She's like, let's move along. I'm like, I need to pivot here. (laughs) They're probably going to listen. No, but, and we all had different ideas about the same thing. It was like, yeah. But a different work ethic too. So it was just, it was challenging. Yeah. That makes it, that makes it difficult with family because you don't want to ruin those relationships, Mm -hmm. right? It's not like you can just, um, separate, uh, the working relationship and then not have to worry about it anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So let's get to the candle. You wanted to use all non-toxic, vegan, gluten-free ingredients. Why was that important to you? 
So we can eat it, right? Well, exactly. <laughs> so it's like the perfect candle. Um, well, I just thought that was important because obviously even for me having young children um, in the house, like I didn't want them breathing in all these harmful chemicals. And um, even before I started the candle, I would even source out um, makeup that was a little bit you know, healthier for your skin mm. and all that stuff. So it was really important to me. And I thought it was also... Um, kind of on the upcoming trend to, you know, after COVID, even people I feel like were so um, self-care, mental health, that was all very important to people and important to me. And um, I think a lot of people don't realize uh, all of the chemicals that go into even a, an unscented candle. Mm-hmm. If you're not using the soy wax and like get a little bit into that on the difference between using something like what you use and using, uh, I'm not sure, paraffin or whatever it is that they use. Well, yeah, like um, lots of the paraffins and all those sorts of different soy waxes that you can source is lots of them have cancer cancer causing agents. Um, so I really wanted to make this candle just as healthy and pure as possible. Um, so I picked coconut soy wax and I source all of my premium fragrance and essential oils um, just with the cleanest chemicals I can find, really. Mm. Do you get them from in Calgary or do you have to import all your ingredients? Um, I have to import most of my products, yes. Mm-hmm. So I, my first original plan was I wanted to source it all from, you know, local businesses, um, it's harder. It's harder to find than I thought it was going to be. Um, and the company, one of the companies I use, actually is moving to Canada. Um, they're in Canada now, so I can I can source them um, with their Canadian website. But I do get a lot from the states. And mm. mm-hmm. we're going to take a quick break here, Megan. But we're going to come back and we're going to find out a little bit more about the customer service side of what you do and how impressed I was when I got delivered the candles. It's what introduced me to this company. Megan Smiley, founder of The Candle Box, right after this. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. We're back with Megan Smiley, the founder of The Candle Box. And I was saying just before the break how impressed I was. So I got... Uh, this candle as a gift from somebody and then I loved it so then of course I ran to the website and bought some other ones and when it was delivered to me the way that it was delivered was so beautiful Um, just simple but lots of thank you and love and care and attention put into that delivery and then all of a sudden and also a text saying hey delivered your candles and they're you know, on your front step and I hope you enjoy. And so those little touches for customer service, I really appreciate. And I think that distinguishes you from other companies. So what led you down that path of, of making sure that the client was really feeling cared for? Well, I think reliability is huge and I, it goes to the the core of who I am. I'm, I'm a people pleaser. Um, but I just, I, 
I value my candle and I value what my um, customers, they think of it and the whole process and down to my website, down to ordering, down to the emails that you might receive. Um, and I want to make sure you get it and you receive it. And it's, it's hard to, because in the winter when I go to deliver it, I don't want them to freeze. So I also mm. really have to let you know, like your candles outside or your candles at your house. Um, so customer service is huge. And I think it also speaks to you ordering again, because if it was a good, smooth process, I think my customers would be more willing to come back to me. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like a repeat customer. Yes, right. exactly. So how is it to take a hobby and make it into a business? Sometimes it can be a little bit disappointing because you have all your you know, uh, thoughts and ideas and it's your hobby and you're passionate about it. And you know, when it comes to business, as you said earlier, there's so much about business that you have to do that nothing to do with your hobby. How, is, how was the transition to, from hobby to pure business? Hmm. Um, what was the most challenging part? Let's oh my goodness. Hmm. The challenge, I think the biggest challenge for me is before this, I worked at um, a detox center and then I did HR and I did accounts receivable and payables. And then now I'm sourcing wax and I'm figuring out candles and I'm, um, creating websites. I knew nothing about websites. So that was a huge challenge for me. Um, so it's turning something I really loved into a business which had its challenges, but the whole thing is great and it's fun. And so far I've, I've enjoyed it so far. Sometimes <laughs> I find it a little overwhelming because I am a one man show. So one woman. Oh, sorry. Yes. One woman <laughs> show. Um, so, you know, down to like ordering inventory, making the candles, delivering them, which sometimes I recruit my family to help me out with that. Um, oh, so now you employ your parents and your brother and sister. <laughs> for free. Yes. yes. <laughs> sometimes, well, some, my dad's done deliveries for me and um, my children came to drop off the candles with you, for you. And yeah, so they've all been just really supportive and helpful. And So as the CEO... VP of HR, VP of marketing, <laughs> VP of finance, where's the biggest challenge? Or what do you enjoy? And what do you enjoy the most out of all those uh, titles? Hmm. Well, pro- you know what? I've always had a love for accounts receivable, which is really <laughs> weird. I like like the data entry and putting all my, you know, my orders into my QuickBooks. I've, I've enjoyed <laughs> that. Um, Isn't that the most important thing? Exactly. I like the receivable part of it, but... So you don't like account payables? No, not (laughs) as much. No, 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 no. But I, um, on the flip side, I have to say, because I do, I have to do all the advertising and sales, I find that very challenging um, because I'm also pushing myself out of my comfort zone and... Even TikTok and Instagram, and which I'm still kind of learning the ins and the outs of that, I find that uncomfortable, like putting myself out there or walking into a store saying, hi, my name's Megan. Would you like my candles in your store? Mm. Um, it's, it's a challenge for me. Are you strictly online right now? No. I, well, I'm, I'm definitely online, um, but I'm... In a florist, um, which is actually kind of where this all started because my original plan was to 
create the box, create the candle, and sell on like a platform like Amazon um, or Etsy or Marketplace. That was my plan. And then one day I just, I walked into Violet and Co. and the amazing owner, Carmen and Alyssa, they were like, hey, do you have any ideas of what we could put in our um, our floor shop? And I was like, oh, weird, weird, and weirdly enough, I make candles. And um, do you want to come look at them? So they looked at them, loved them, put them in their floor shop. And that's how like the retail part started. Mm-hmm. Um, so so uh, you still produce them at home? I do. Yes. Like, like in my kitchen. And I have candles all in my basement, <laughs> which I'm going to move over to my parents' house oh, in their okay. basement, I think. <laughs> Are you fine? Is business starting to take off for you? It is, yeah. I just actually this week my dad delivered candles to Breathe Hot Yoga, so oh. I branded um, their candles um, for them, which was such a fun project. Oh, nice. Well, they're obviously we're on radio or on the podcast, and so people can't see or smell or smell uh, the candle. You brought one in. David's enjoying it right now. Mm-hmm. So, just walk us through what it looks like, the different scents you have, what the wicks like, all that kind of stuff, so that people can get a real understanding of of your product. Okay, so I um, they're five ounce. Tins, and I, I, I wanted to pick something fun and different and also something with a lid. Um, so I have different colors. So I have pink, peach, navy, cream, and a sage green and a rose. And each tin comes with a different scent. So I tried to pick, I tried to create fun, unique scents. So like raspberry, prosecco, mango, coconut, honey and bourbon, whiskey and pear, um, Sounds right up your alley, doesn't yeah, it, David? Yeah. Whiskey, pear. <laughs> Whiskey, bourbon. <laughs> Send me a couple. I know. <laughs> If I can't drink, at least I'll smell it. <laughs> well, and like the uh, honey bourbon, we always call it a man in a can. So that's our little selling point at markets. And you have a wooden wick, which I really like too, because it crackles when it, when it burns. Yeah, and the wooden wick's perfect. Yeah. Um, It makes it just for a nice burn, so it burns to all the edges. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes if your wick's too small, it doesn't, and it can tunnel, so that's why we picked uh, a wooden wick. It also doesn't get black around the outside, the, mm-hmm. the, the, or inside, sorry. That's what candles do often in the glass jars, so I, I like that. So it seems to me from what I hear here, and as I said, I'm not big on candles or wasn't until now, <laughs> but it seems to me it's a business that is just waiting to explode and grow. So what's, what's next? Ooh, well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to create a... Um... You, you already have four people that can be your employees. Yeah, I know. Your parents I... and your brother and sister. Yeah. <laughs> They're what's busy, ne- but... What, what's next for, for your company? Oh, well, I, I really want to come up with some sort of um, reusable, um, I want to come up with like, these pouches that you can have wax in and you can buy them as like a refillable concept. So you can use the tins that you like because lots of the people like the navy tin, but it smells like honey and bourbon and they wanted the milk and honey. Um, so I'm going to try to create these, these pouches so that people can buy them and then melt them at home and um, pour them in their tin that they that they like because certain homes want certain colors so 
So what what would you say to somebody at home right now or in the car listening and they have a great idea? They feel they have a great idea, but they haven't done anything with it. Or it's yet. their hobby. Or it's their hobby that, and they're not loving their job. What kind of advice can you give to somebody who always thinks that, oh, this would be a great business, or oh, I'd love to do this, but they just haven't jumped off the cliff yet? Yeah. Oh, my dad always says, if it doesn't scare the heck out of you, then it's not worth doing. <laughs> um, I and like, like it. if you can, you must is one of his big sayings. So I feel like. Like, don't be afraid. Like, you only live once. So just, you know, jump in there with your two feet and give it a go. And then, you'll, then you won't have regret, at least. Mm-hmm. Good advice, Megan. Our guest this morning was Megan Smiley with a big smile on her face, <laughs> uh, owner of the Candle Box. Thank you, Megan, for being our guest. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on here. And uh, the candlebox.ca, correct? Yes. That's where we can get our candles. Mm-hmm. Have a great day and thank you. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges.